It's a wonderful morning to you, Haldane. I am Pastor Dunyemi Ayolua David. I welcome you to Open Life International, where God speaks His mind to us and prepares us for a fulfilling destiny. I want to appreciate God for His goodness, for His grace, and for His mercy over our lives. I want to bless Him for loading us daily with benefits. I am so sure this day that the Lord will also bless us. He will speak to us, He will minister to us. And by the grace of God, He will fulfill our days, fulfill our purpose, and fulfill our destiny. Let's have a word of prayer. Daddy, we thank you this morning. We bless you once again because of mercy they are new every morning. Thank you for the grace we've been enjoying. Thank you for the strength. Thank you for the power. Thank you for your spirit. We exalt. Thank you for your words that are not scarce in our lives. Thank you because we're always speaking to us. We exalt you, Daddy. We say that this morning by your spirit, you will minister to us again. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Daddy, because you've answered our prayers. To you be all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. <clears throat> so a couple of days ago, we have been looking at a very wonderful topic that says, the divine strategy for increase. And one of the things that God has opened our eyes to see is that in the name of the Spirit and even in this kingdom, we rule, we reign by strategies and by principles. God is a respecter of strategies, is a respecter of principles. So if God has created, if we respect principles, that means there are certain places that we cannot get to in life until we follow fully the principles that God has made available for us in the pages of the scriptures. And the first day of this of this teaching, we began by looking at the topic that's at the strategy of kingdom priorities. <coughs> Strategies of kingdom priorities. Here God is telling us that even if we can put him first, then increase will follow our lives. If only we put him as our number one, in other ways we acknowledge him. If we, if we reference him, we make him our priority, then God will be committed to us and committed to our lives. The second strategy told us about the strategy of honesty and integrity. The strategy of honesty and integrity. That is, if there is a man that can live an honest life, a life of integrity before God and before man, then God will be forced, he will be compelled to bless and to increase such a man. The strategy we look at is the strategy of effort and diligence. The strategy of effort and diligence. Where God is telling us that the hand of diligence might will make fast. If only we can be committed and diligent to all our assignments, to all that God has committed us to do. If only we can be more committed and diligent, even in our business, in our ministry, in our careers, in our calling, our vocation, then God will be, is willing to increase us and to expand us. Look at another strategy, the strategy of humility. One of the things that God opened our eyes to see is that if only we can humble ourselves before God, 
Then in due time, in due season, God will lift us up. Those who are humble, they are beneficiaries of grace. They don't need to struggle for grace because God gives grace to the humble. If we can humble ourselves, then the Lord will be committed to us to bless us and to increase our greatness. And yesterday, we, we looked at a very wonderful strategy that says the, the strategy of words. That is death and life. They are in the power of the tongue. If only we can speak words of life into our lives, if only we can speak words of words of increase, words of grace, and rather than speaking negative words to our life, if only we can speak God kind of words into our life. Because the word of God can satisfy us, it can cause us to be fruitful, it can bring control to our life, it can impart grace even to others. If only we keep speaking this words, then our life will enjoy the goodness and the grace of God. By the grace of God this morning, <laughs> we'll be looking at another topic, a very wonderful strategy again. We have two more strategies to look at. And by the grace of God, we are going to be looking at the strategy of gratitude. The strategy of gratitude. The strategy of gratitude. And I said here, I said, as God will be helping us to open our eyes to the mystery of gratitude. If only we understand the mystery of gratitude. If only we employ this strategy effectively. There are, there are pathways, there are platforms, there are areas, there are places that naturally you cannot get to. But by you using this strategy, the Lord will take you there and never beyond. So this attitude of gratitude is the, atti- is the attitude of great altitude. If you are going to ascend the ladder of greatness, that is made for you to use and maximize the strategy of gratitude. A man who has attitude of gratitude will always go high and go far in life and in destiny. If there is a man that has the attitude of gratitude, such a man you cannot predict the, 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 the level that that man will get to. You cannot limit such a man. Because when a man is grateful, God will be committed to bless and to increase such a life. So, one of the winning attitudes in life and in destiny is the attitude, is the strategy of gratitude. Let's look at the very popular place in the scripture. Matthew chapter, uh, Mark chapter 6. Telling us about the story of Jesus. Verse 34, the Bible says, the got to the point that Jesus, when Jesus came out, he saw much people and he was moved with compassion towards them. Because they were as sheep, not having a shepherd. And Jesus began to teach them many things. Jesus saw the people, they were many, but they, they were like sheep without a shepherd. There was no leader upon them. There was nobody to teach them, to open their hearts to the mystery of the kingdom. Jesus was moved with compassion. Verse 35, and when the day was now fast spent, Jesus taught them for so long an hour, so long period of time. He was teaching them, consistently teaching them. And the time was fast spent. So the people, the disciples, they came to Jesus and asked him, Jesus, this is a desert place, and now the time is fast spent. The time is gone. Send these people away so that they may go into the country roundabout and into the villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. These people, they look at their situation. They look at the environment. They look at the circumstances surrounding them. They know that there is no way that they could get food to feed this so, so great number of people. And they came to Jesus. Jesus, time has gone. Send these people away. Let them go and find something for themselves. But Jesus said, <coughs> Give them something to eat. 
Jesus was commanded at the shack that no, instead of sending them away empty handed, it is you. You have to look for a way to feed these people. And they said unto Jesus, Shall we go and buy 200 penny worth of bread and give them to eat? Even though if we are able to get 200 penny worth of bread, it is not enough to feed these people. We are limited, we are short of resources, we are short of food. What, shall, what can we do? The best thing to do is to send these people away. Then send them and let them go and fend for themselves. And Jesus said unto them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. And when they knew, they said, We only have five loaves of bread and two fishes. To a carnal man, to a man that is driven by their senses, it makes no sense. You have over 5,000 people, 5,000 men. You only have five loaves of bread and two fishes. There is no magic you can do for such, uh, such resources to be available to fill the people. And Jesus said, he commanded them to make all of them to sit down by companies upon the green grass. Jesus, because he's a miracle worker, and also because of his compassionate nature, he told them, let them, to, let them sit down. Even with these small and the limited resources we have, let them sit down. And they sat down in ranks by hundreds and fifties. And when they had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, the Bible said he looked up to heaven and blessed them. And he broke the bread. The NIV, the Amplified Version said, when Jesus looked up to heaven, he gave thanks. Jesus understood the ministry of thanksgiving. And after Jesus had given thanks, the Bible said, he told them to bring the bread and give the people, and they had more than enough. I present to you this morning a mystery, a strategy for increase in life, in destiny, in ministry, in business, and in career. If only we adopt the mystery of thanksgiving. If only you know how to give thanks for the little resources that God has given unto you. If only you, have, you know how to use this strategy very well. Those who God has used for you at one point or the other, if only you are grateful to them. Because when you are not grateful, either to God or to your fellow men, you are not better than a grateful, and God will not be committed to bless such a life. A person of character is a person who is full of gratitude, even in little things. Gratitude is a magnet of favor. It magnetizes favor to a life. And a gratitude person is one that causes this favor. When a person does not, does not use this weapon very well, when a person will not be grateful for the little thing that you have done for him, and even that God has done for such a man, such a man will be limited in life and in destiny. Ingratitude will lead to closed doors and mixed opportunities. When you are always grateful, you can never be grounded or stranded in life. When you are grateful for the provisions that God has given unto you, when you are grateful for the people that God has brought into your life, when you are grateful for the things that you have achieved in life, then God will be committed to increase you and to make you great in life. When you are thankful, your tank will be full. Ingratitude leads to depreciation in life and of destiny. When you appreciate God and good people in your life, you will certainly appreciate in value. You will not be limited in life and in destiny. When you appreciate God, and when you are committed to people that God has brought to your life, when you know how to appreciate them for the little things that God has used them to do in your life, then God will appreciate you and make you to increase in value and in, and in character. One of the things that gratitude does for a man is that gratitude brings acceleration to life. When you are grateful, you will enjoy speed and acceleration. If the enemy cannot close your mouth in gratitude, 
then they cannot tie your life down in stagnation. It cannot reduce your life. It cannot stop your greatness in life. If you cannot see what God has done so far for you, then you will never see what God will do in the next future. God, if you are not grateful for what He has done, there is no way that, will be, that God will be committed to do better things for you again. God cannot increase a man that is ungrateful. Ten people came to Jesus for cleansing. Only one came to show gratitude. And God had to pronounce one blessing upon his life that you are made whole. Gratitude is the vehicle for acceleration for life and of destiny. It's the vehicle that you need for you to get to your next level. It's the vehicle that you need for you to, to, to fulfill destiny and, and purpose. A person who is not grateful, we always feel inadequate and unfulfilled. That is nothing you can tell a person that is not grateful. He will never always see himself as a man that, has, that is not fulfilled in life and in destiny. I present to you this morning the strategy of gratitude. Be grateful to God for the people that God has brought to your life. Be grateful to God for that business. The Bible says we should not be we should not be ungrateful for little beginnings. We should not be afraid of little beginnings. That we should call little. If God, if God brings upon it, God will enlarge it and cause people to come to the brightness of your life through it. Learn how to appreciate God. Learn how to be grateful for the things that God has done for you. Don't look down on the provisions that God has given to you. Appreciate Him. Be grateful to Him. And as you do this, I see doors opening to you and opening for your life. In the name of Jesus. I see great doors, effectual doors. They are open on their own accord for your life and for your destiny. In the name of Jesus. You will not be small in life. You will not be few in life. The Lord will cause the dew of heaven to rain upon your life. The Lord will cause your ground to be fertile and flourish. The Lord will cause people, even Gentiles, to come and bless you to come to the brightness of your life. In the name of Jesus, I declare you blessed. I declare you prosperous. As you use this strategy for your life, for your business, for your ministry, for your profession, for your career, I see increase coming upon your way. I see the showers of blessing raining down upon your destiny. It is well with you. I declare you blessed. I declare you prosperous. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to know that I love you and I celebrate you. God bless you. Because you are not a man that changes your mind, though.